Marjan Bochamp mania continues in Milwaukee, but Giannis uh, wants him to stay humble, which uh, did make me think, is Bochamp in a great position in Milwaukee playing alongside Giannis to learn from one of the modern-day superstars of the league? Uh, we've got an update on the injury report. Uh, not great news, but some little positives in there. So we're going to look ahead to this game against the Cleveland Cavaliers. And uh, one question I've got for Camille, if Bochamp keeps playing this way, does that change anything this season with the Milwaukee Bucks? Backs him down. Giannis into the lane. Giannis spinning. Fading shot. Up. Good for Giannis at the buzzer. Bucks win it. My name's Kane Pittman. You can see and hear me on this show Monday to Friday and also find my work over at ESPN alongside me making the long-awaited return. It's been years. It's been 84 years uh, from Locked On Bucks, I should say, first and foremost, but also the Technical Foul podcast. Uh, apparently, they're having a night off tonight, but make sure you subscribe to that fine podcast as well. It's Camille Davis. Camille, what is going on? Where you been? Life has been life in Kane. That's all I can <laughs> That's the quickest way to get to it. Life is lifing. Uh, but when we were going to record last week, I was also going to see Black Panther too, And I already had that date set. So uh, the timing just didn't work out last week. But of course, I'm glad to be back this week. Yeah, it's fair. I could definitely do a better job of actually giving more than uh, four <laughs> hours notice of when people want to jump on the show. So I'll take the heat for that. Uh, but the listeners and viewers don't need more than four hours notice to subscribe to the show. If you subscribe, you'll get uh, you'll get notifications every time we put something on your podcast platform or on YouTube. So make sure you subscribe. We thank you for making it your first watch or first listen of every day. And the Bucks are in a really interesting position right now. So ten and three overall, you take it. And we would have taken that at the start of the season. I probably wouldn't have predicted it because what the Bucks are going through right now in terms of the injuries starting to stack up a little bit. I thought might have taken a bit of a, a toll to start the season. The Bucks were able to win. Then the injuries just keep on coming. And Grayson Allen's missing game. And Wesley Matthews missing game. And Drew Holiday. So it, it just hasn't stopped for Milwaukee. They've got a really difficult stretch coming up, starting with Cleveland tomorrow, then Philadelphia. And then they have Portland, Chicago, Cleveland, Dallas at home. So really, really difficult stretch ahead. I think it's going to be fun. Uh, but it'll be a little bit more fun, Camille, if some of these players come back and start playing for the Bucks. I mean, that would be amazing. They mentioned that, you know, Pat was going to be out about three weeks and that was about four weeks ago. So I believe the latest reports were saying that he is getting pretty close to return. So that is good news. But the Bucks are just they're just having terrible injury luck right now. Um, but what I will say to that is something I think I saw uh, someone else mentioned, but it's you'd rather go through this at this point in the season. Uh, then April, March, April, May, uh, when we're gearing up for that playoff run, getting into the playoffs. So uh, if the only injury, you know, uh, luck, quote unquote, we get is towards the end of the season, I would be very, very happy with that. Um, but right now we just got to make do what we can do. It's a long season. It's 82 games. It's a grind. Um, and, you know, 
we got some some fresh legs on the bench. You mentioned the Marjan mania a little bit earlier. Um, and it's, it's fun watching that kid play. But you got to hope that some of these guys start coming back. But it seems as if that is the case. It just sucks that as guys are returning, others are exiting the lineup. But uh, you just got to make do with what you can and try to keep minutes as reasonable as possible for everybody who is playing. All right, so for this game against Cleveland, let's start with a big positive, a huge positive from the news today. Giannis practiced, and it uh, certainly appears that he is good to go for this game against Cleveland. I had a number of people jump into YouTube comments, and certainly on Twitter it was a a talking point, I guess. But when Giannis goes down, uh, the sound or the lack of sound that you hear in the building and everything that follows – uh, it is. It's kind of incredible to see, and it, he, we've seen Giannis go down and tweak his ankle a bunches and bunches of times over the course of his career, and uh, he just has this ability to take a few deep breaths, looks like he's in serious pain, then just get up and start walking like a normal human. So I guess that's his his version of the LeBron tighten up your your shoelace that he's done over the course of his career. But at this stage, it seems that Giannis is going to play, so that's great. Duran Pat questionable so the fact that pat is questionable is something Uh, as i mentioned they've got a bunch of games coming up here over the next week so we'll see whether they bring him back to play tomorrow but then the bad news grayson allen with the ankle wesley matthews with the hamstring they're both not playing so there's another couple of bench guys and george hill was asked how the bucks practiced today and he just said we just did the best we could and there was a really sad shot of the bench last night camille and i mentioned this where Mamu was in his warm-up still, Thanasis was in his warm-up still, and then there was just one other player. I think it might have been Jordan War, and that was it. The bench was empty. They just were they were just flat out running out of guys. Yeah, decimated at this point. That's why it sucks when you get the news like, okay, we get some guys coming back. It's like, but these guys are also exiting. And just to point out Grayson Allen, he's had a tough go recently where you you have some some nicks and nacks at the early season, then you get sick. And then you come back from your sickness and then you turn your ankle. And this is just like, I can imagine how frustrating that must be for him. Uh, Hearing that Wes is having hamstring issues or any soft tissue issue injury like that always gives me some pause. So um, knowing the Bucks, I'm sure they'll be extremely cautious with him, but that's definitely just something to keep an eye on. Hamstrings can be kind of tricky going forward. Um, So you don't love to hear that, but again, the only positive I take from it is that it's, it's November and it's not April that this is happening. And so hopefully uh, they can weather this and come back. But if Mambo is not down with uh, the G League team, I would I would think he might start getting some minutes, you know, getting out there. But it doesn't seem like he's been able to get off the, that, that bench and really actually crack a rotation even at this point, which is interesting. All right, let's get into Marjon Mania a little bit more because you mentioned Grayson Allen. And I think – and I don't know how much the players – are aware of this. I'm sure they are. It's 2022. I, I'm sure they see things that are being discussed. But Grayson Allen, as I woke up here in Australia, again, more reports about his name and potential trade discussions and all those types of things, which I imagine, if he is aware of this, has to be adding to the frustration mm-hmm. of of him not being able to stay healthy for a variety of reasons. But as I was watching Bochamp last night, and we've seen him start a few games now, I was curious about the the potential, and I want to be careful how I describe this, but the potential for Marjan Bochamp as a rookie to change things this year for the Bucks. So I want to ask you about that specifically because I do think it's fascinating and I do think that it ties in 
uh, to everything uh, that we've been discussing on this show over the last couple of months. And quite frankly, I think Bochamp is one of the talking points of the franchise at the moment, and fans are certainly excited about him. But I'm also excited about a new uh, friend of the podcast, Turo, which is the world's largest car-sharing marketplace. With Turo, you can book any car you want whenever you want it from a community of local hosts. And as someone who, uh, right at this uh, current time, doesn't have a car, uh, this is something that could be very, very handy for me. If I just want to do... Sometimes you just... You need a car, and uh, Turo would be able to help me out. You can push, book a spacious SUV or a minivan for a family road trip. I don't have a, a family like that, so that wouldn't be for me. But you can also get a classic or luxury car for a special event, birthday, or holiday. You can find affordable economy cars if you're on a budget. That's that's more like me. And just need to get from A to B. You can test drive that new electric vehicle you've had your eye on to see how it fits your everyday life. Many Turo hosts can even deliver the car right to you. Every trip is backed by liability insurance terms, conditions, and exclusions apply. Forget boring rental cars and find your drive at Turo.com. And speaking of things that I'm excited about, though, Camille, it's been a long while since I've had the chance to do this. But Built Bar is back. Woo! (laughs) Thank you. And it's great because you have to try this. I'm talking about the Built Bar's new Reimagine flavors, cookie dough topper, coconut brownie bar, coconut brownie topper, white chocolate peppermint peppermint granola. It's Built's take on the granola bar, so it's more filling and still insanely tasty. And candy cane brownie, candy cane Pittman brownie puff. Built puffs are like biting into the universe's most delicious cloud. Uh, And first off, for anyone that hasn't tried Built bars before, they're literally the best tasting protein bar ever built. And they're revolutionizing nutrition as we know it with 100% real chocolate, 17 grams of protein, and shockingly low sugar and calories, 130 calories only. So sink your teeth into that first bite and it'll change your life forever. Built, you got to try this. Get 15% off your order right now by using the code LOCKEDON15 at built.com. Uh, also, check out the Locked On Sports Today podcast. <laughs> Oh, they're talking about all sorts of sports. So go listen to Locked On Sports today after you're done with Locked On Bucks. I can barely contain myself. Built Bar, (laughs) I'm starving right now. I'm drooling. I can barely podcast, Camille. The streets needed the Built Bar read again. So I'm I'm happy. I'm like the first person to technically hear that this read is back from you. I mean, you're like the Built Bar king. So, I mean, the streets needed a king. And I I didn't ask you to go all Ric Flair as soon as I mentioned Bill Bar. That was an automatic response, which I assume is what everyone else was doing when they were listening to this podcast. So Marjan Bochamp, let's talk about him. So I've discussed, obviously, some of the impressive performances he's had over the last couple of days here or the last week or so. Uh, What have you seen, though? Because we haven't had a chance to catch up. I, I always say this, watching a rookie deliver is not something that Bucks fans have had the great pleasure of seeing in a in a big way over the last um, decade. I think when you get a Giannis, I think your franchise has to at least uh, say, look, if we get an all-time great, we can't be too greedy here and have outstanding rookies every season. We will take Giannis. Uh, but nonetheless, it's really cool and really fun to at least have these little hopeful performances that give you um, some excitement for potentially what, be, what could be to come. Absolutely. Absolutely. And... I'm not sure if other Bucks fans felt the same way as well, but just knowing what we gave up in that Drew Holiday trade and understanding how few and far between these first round mm-hmm. picks are going to be coming at this point, 
for this particular draft in itself, I was very excited. Like, oh my gosh, we're going to have, you know, a, a first round draft pick that we can bring onto the fall. Like that's something exciting. We might not have one of these for who knows what's going to happen. Who knows what uh horse might do at the deadline or whatever the case may be. So going through the, the, the process of like looking through prospects and, and trying to think like who would actually fit with the bucks. And we had various conversations about it um, on this show. We had them on technical file, thinking it through, thinking it through. And Marjan was somebody who was on my list. So the fact that the bucks actually drafted somebody who else, Oh my gosh, like I I'm aware of who this is is somebody who I thought could be a good fit for the team. Uh, it was, it was a really cool moment that in of itself, especially again, mentioning we might not get too many more first round draft picks. So being able to see Marjan in the first few times he came out, you can see like the nerves and it's like, okay, you know, he's a rookie. I'm not putting high hopes on him. I see some tw- Twitter folks, Bucks Twitter, um, calling for all-star bids and seeing his future written out in the clouds and he's a hall of famer. And I would very much hope that to be the case, um, but just keeping a lens on what's happening right now in this moment he's been bringing energy. He's been playing fast and it doesn't seem as if at this point he's overthinking the game. He's just going out there and he's just hoping Um, his before he was drafted, you know, shooting wasn't necessarily his strong point and he's not knocking them down like consistently every game. But as Frank mentioned, when he gets on a heater, like it's, it's fun to watch. Like when he did the step back three last time, I'm like, Oh, I didn't know that was even in your bag, Marjan. Like it's, it's fun. That's the best word right now. It's fun to watch a young player um, who your team has, and you're just like, I wonder what he can be, what the potential is. And he's given us flashes that can make fans dream even bigger about what his contributions might be. But when you look at this season, um, again, we're early on into it. Rookies tend to hit a wall at some point. I'm trying to keep expectations reasonable. Um, loved what Giannis was saying about him and having the best that he does on this Bucks team, being able to talk to a Giannis, a Chris and a Drew, um, based on what we've seen with Marjan, it seems that his personality fits well in with that veteran group as well. I know we've got Bobby in his ear too. He has Wes. Um, and I think it's just going to help him be able to grow and get through the season itself. I'm not sure if he's going to be somebody by playoff time where he's in the rotation. Um, that might be like best case scenario for his projection this season. Like if that happened, I'll be like, he knocked it out the park. He exceeded what I thought he could even be in this season. But if all we get is just regular season flashes right now. And I think that's a win in itself because wasn't expecting him to get too much time um, as is on this team with as many bets as we have. So I'm just enjoying it. I am very much enjoying it. Yeah. That is the silver lining of the health stuff because yeah, you know, I, I had a couple of comments you know, over the course of the last week where it was like, well, you know, Budenholzer wouldn't be playing him if it wasn't for all the injuries. And it's like, no, probably not. But that would be also very reasonable because you, you look at the guys that you have in a right. team and if you're full strength, it's tough to... I, I don't see how that's a, a logical knock on Mike Budenholzer. But the silver lining is, okay, we get a look at Marjan Beauchamp. Even, even as a player playing on a team that at the moment is diminished in terms of the, the availability... He's still only playing a role. He's getting these opportunities by knocking down some threes. Yeah, there's a little bit of flair on those step backs. And, you know, as we discussed on the show, I'm not I'm not sure if that's what Mike Budenholzer is drawing up or what the offense needs. But let's face it, the offense has stunk this year. They're 23rd in offensive rating right now. So he's took took a few of them yesterday in the game, knocked them down. But ultimately, he's running in transition. He's hitting the glass and he's doing the little things that will lead to him getting some opportunities potentially when uh, the Bucks do get bodies back. So I've discussed Grayson Allen, the trade, 
all those types of things. And my big thing with any trade that the Bucks are going to do is just wait until closer to the deadline because you'll get to see different things. And my big thing was see what Grayson Allen looks like because he hasn't been healthy. I'm still optimistic that, that Grayson can be a guy that you could play in the postseason. I know a lot of people disagree with that, and that's totally fine. I might be wrong. But sneakily, maybe also give Marshawn Bochamp a little bit more time here to see what he's got. Now, I was looking at cleaning the glass in terms of the position stuff for him. So he's played 65% of his minutes at the three. But as we discussed, they did give him the job of DeJounte Murray at, at times in yesterday's game. So Frank mentioned the foul stuff. So his foul percentage right now is 4.2, which is 18th percentile. So he's fouling a lot and he's a rookie. And you mentioned some of the comments we get on YouTube. And there was someone yesterday that was like, oh, yeah, are you going to keep that same energy about Bochamp? I told you guys that he was going to be an all-star. And it's like, okay, just chill out. <laughs> the, the realism over what Bochamp can do right away is based on a lot of data. And 24th picks and the likelihood that they come in as a rookie and be a rotation player on a contender. But... I would still just be waiting a few months here, see if he can continue to play. And maybe the Bucs have got an absolute gem that can contribute straight away in a minimal role alongside some of these stars. Because then that would change how you feel about different positions that guys can play in different lineups you have. So it might be a low percentage chance. But do you see any way that Bochamp changes anything the Bucs do this year? I mean, I think it's possible. It's absolutely possible. Like, we know when we had Dante here, like Bud didn't treat him necessarily differently because he was a rookie. He played him if he thought he could contribute. Yep. And Dante was able to contribute in those little ways that you mentioned um, that was able to get him some PT for, for Coach Bud. And I could see Marjan doing that as well. Um, it's it's interesting because I think of Jordan Wara and how he always mentions like, you know, if I'm doing the right things here when the guys are out, you know, I'll know for sure if I'm getting those minutes when the guys are back. That's what I'm aiming for. And it seems to me as if Marjan is being able to build himself up and do those little things that can earn him some playing time when everybody gets back. Like if I could see a lineup with Marjan and the starters at some point, I would be very, very excited to see what that looks like. You give me Drew, you give me Chris, you give me Marjan, you give me Giannis and give me Brooke. I just like to see what it looks like at some point. And if he's able to earn those opportunities to actually, you know, play with those other starters, um, it, it opens things up. Like you mentioned, because, I also think that Grayson Allen is a helpful player. I think he's a useful player. I saw him mention, I think over the summer, he was working on being able to uh, make a move off of being driven off the three-point line. So kind of driving and trying to get those finishes down a little bit more. And some players are matchup dependent. And we, we've seen that the last couple of years with the Bucks. We mm-hmm. saw, you know, Brent Forbes have a, have a series. We saw Grayson have a series last year against the Bulls. And that might be the case again this year. It might be a series where Grayson Allen isn't playable, but if Marjan is able to actually take playoff minutes, uh, then then things look different because you have that luxury of being able to play who's in front of you and use the best personnel that fits for that particular moment. And that's ideally what you would love to be able to do so that you're able to blend your game and have a game plan for anyone that you're seeing. And I think uh, one point you already mentioned Wesley Matthews and uh, I, you know, I know you love, Wesley Matthews, and and so does Frank, and so do I, to be fair. Uh, but he's older, and I don't necessarily... I think it's okay if Wes, again, similar to last year when he wasn't even on the roster, <laughs> next few weeks, chill out, man. I know you haven't been playing a lot, but you had some injuries uh, during the offseason or during the preseason as well. 
And if Wesley Matthews isn't playing, you know, one of the guys that stands to potentially get some minutes is Marjan Bochamp. And I think that would be fun, particularly this early in the season. Uh, keep seeing what you got with him. He's 37, uh, 37% on, from the corners so far this year, 65% at the rim, even if a little turnover prone there as well. So there's been enough to just say, okay, let me see a little bit more of this. Let's see if we've got something else here. Uh, as you mentioned, particularly when the starters get back, today's episode is brought to you by Bet Online as well, though, your number one source for all your sports betting info, stats, and analysis. I've got some odds coming in the inbox today, Camille. Uh, Jason Tatum, MVP favorite. <laughs> Come on, get out of here. But three to one, if you're interested in Jason Tatum. Giannis on the second line of betting there. We've mentioned the numbers for Giannis are absolutely out of this world. If you dig a little bit deeper, or we, we've been watching him, and perhaps not the efficiency uh, you know, I'm sure he would love outside uh, the restricted area at the moment. But uh, Giannis is so good. We know he's going to bounce back from that. Luka Doncic around the mark as well. But if you just look at the stats across the league, the amount of guys scoring 30 points a night is just absolutely insane this year. People are scoring, Camille. People are scoring. But check out those MVP odds at betonline.net. There's other sports there as well. Uh, the fastest and easiest way to get your betting fix. Head to the website today or use your mobile device to learn more. Let's bet online where the game starts. Uh, so the Bucks and the Cavs, as we mentioned, this is a real uh, Central Division showdown. Uh, there might be a battle for the Central Division this year, Camille. We haven't said that uh, for quite a while. We've mentioned the blue jerseys on this podcast. What about the blue courts? What do you think about this little addition to the uh, the Bucks? I cannot wait to see it. I can't wait to see it because one thing with the alternative jer- or the alternate jerseys, it's like okay. The Bucks ushered in that whole having a different court when we had the Fear of the Deer Nights. And it was like, mm-hmm. I love how this looks. Like, it matches the, the vibe. It feels different. Um, so to be able to see a blue court when all we've really been able to see with the Bucks is greens. And if you go back, green and red. And you go back and it's green and purple. Like, blue is brand new to the whole Bucks court landscape. So it'll be really fun to see. Like, we haven't had so much color since like the Mecca floor. And I mean, I only got to see that because they did the retro game at some point, but being able to see this blue floor will be really, really fun. Although I did see the article um, that came out that said the Bucks won't be getting any more cream jerseys because of digital ads. Did you see that? I saw Dustin Godsey, our uh, good friend, uh, tweet something about it, but I didn't know the reason for it. What What is it? What, I missed this. They said that the the cream color blends in with the wood tones on the floor a little bit too well. So the oh. digital ads uh, can cause like glitches in the player's uniforms where it'll look like uh, if as a weatherman was wearing a green shirt in front of the green screen. So just because of how it looks, like the league's not going to green light the Bucks to have a cream uniform set. And the original plan was apparently to alternate between cream and blue jerseys for every city edition. So every other year you would get cream. Every other year you would get blue. Well, there's only one solution. They've got to go. Uh, what is the team that has like a blue football field? Oh, the Boise State. Well, that's the only option. <laughs> is that what you mean? So if they changed the hardwood to like blue or something, it would be doable, right? You would think. And I think that was mentioned in an article I saw with, um, I can't think of the the, the name. It's the uniform guy. Um, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Uniwatch, I believe it is. And he mentioned like, is a possibility to have an alternate floor so that you can wear the cream ones at home. And, uh, and like, it's a possibility that that could happen. But right now, digital ads sped everything up, so we don't get any cream jerseys for a while. 
Cream City discrimination. Hey, last one I've got for you here on today's show. So Giannis, uh, you briefly mentioned it there about the the conversation after the game. He was talking about Marjan Bochamp and he's like, you know, I've been there before. I've had good stretches as a rookie and you got to stay humble. Don't read Twitter. Don't do all this stuff. Uh, and it did make me think. We've seen a number of guys and Giannis, whether it was Christian Wood, Thon Maker, go down the list, the number of guys that he's, I don't want to say taken under his wing, but really attached himself to and, and had a really good relationship with because of the, the work ethic. Um, and, and those you know, players didn't necessarily work out uh, with the Bucks. But one of the things we flagged pretty quickly here was that Bochamp seemed like the type of guy that Giannis would be like, okay, this is someone that I, I want to help. This is someone that I think can, can work in this team. We know the Bucks are really screaming out for whether it's draft picks or low salary guys that can help um, – if they become real players in this team moving forward, given the Bucks' financial situation, yeah, and I, and I was just I was just listening to that again and listening to Giannis, the leader again. I still think is a pretty underrated aspect of what he brings to the team. Yeah, and even him saying like, you know, uh, I hope Marjan doesn't read this. Like, of course, you know, like now he's really going to read it if you tell him that you don't hope he doesn't read it. Right. But um, yeah, watching Giannis's growth has has been really interesting too as a player for sure, but even off the court and just seeing how he's been able to grow and um, the ease and elegance that he speaks of how he gets himself through life and the pace that he uses and the mental health tricks that he uses and things that he tells himself. Um, it's really cool to see and seeing how he does react to Marjan, um, even in the game where he wasn't playing, I think it was an OKC and like seeing him on the bench with the other guys and how they were cheering Marjan on when he's, when he's getting cooking, like when he starts cooking, it's really fun to see. And, um, Marjan just seems to be another guy who fits that Bucks culture where it's come to work, work hard, do your job, try to get better every day, and let's see where that takes you. If we're all applying that same effort, you're going to get it. And Marjan is absolutely putting in that time and that effort. Um, but I, I absolutely did think about what he said about Don before and and C. Wood, and I'm like, third time to charm maybe. So maybe that this is the uh, the young guy that actually has a chance to you know flourish with the Bucks in a role that fits well along Giannis's strengths, which I think is something that um, Christian Wood and Thon Maker didn't necessarily do, um, even with young Giannis. But what Marjan brings to the table, theoretically, just fits very well with the superstar of this team. It fits very well uh, with with the Robin, if you want to call Chris Middleton that. It fits well with, with Drew Holiday. Like, it just, it's a fit. So it's a fit that I hope works out. Yeah, as you point to on paper, the skill set made perfect sense. If you were hoping for the best case scenario on draft night, you just looked at the attributes and you're like, yeah, okay. Uh, not just with the Bucks, but with modern day basketball as well. The type of guy that made sense that the Bucks would be interested in. And he did say the other night uh, that he started napping. So he, he may have picked that up from Giannis. He's getting in his afternoon naps and now he's playing great basketball. So uh, shout out to Marjan Bochamp. And he will have tough nights, really tough nights. Mm -hmm. and, the, and the Bucks. Schedule to this point has been pretty easy. I think that's fine to say. Uh, they're about to play some really good teams. That'll be interesting, particularly defensively, how Bochamp looks. But I'm excited either way. And you understand with a young player that, yeah, there's going to be some learning experiences and some tough nights along the way. But so far, uh, he's been really fun uh, to watch playing for the Bucks team. And uh, hopefully the Bucks can pick up a win tomorrow, win number 11 against the Cavs at 7 p.m. Central time. We'll have a post-game pod, but uh, Camille... A long time coming. What a, what a podcast. What a, what a pleasure to have you back on the show. 
<laughs> thank you. Thank you. And one thing I would add to um, about Marjan, that perspective is key because many things can be true at the same time. So he might have a great night. He might have a bad night, but overall it's going to be up and down and we can't really make too many knee jerk reactions one way or the other. He's got to give him some time to figure out his game. All right. Give us your projections for Marjan Bochamp. <laughs> this will be fun in the YouTube comments. MVP, Hall of Famer, Prime Kawhi. Let us know what you think, but make sure you subscribe uh, on uh, Locked On Bucks on YouTube. And if you just listen on the audio platform, there's nothing wrong with that. You chuck it on in the car when you're driving to work. We respect that as well. That's old school. Uh, I'm one of those people. So uh, we appreciate everyone listening to the show and appreciate the support and get involved. It's a bit of fun and uh, the season continues to roll on. We'll be back with a post-game podcast after the game against Cleveland Central Division battle. Hopefully the Bucks win. We'll speak to you guys after.